Hello, and welcome to another episode of Tuesday Thoughts, where I talk about different topics and where you, the listener, through surveys can, in complete anonymity, share their point of view. I hope these topics leave behind some food for thought. My name is Esther, and I am your host. Today's episode, we dive into private transport, and more specifically, cars. When I look outside the parking lot in multiple neighborhoods, there's more cars than there is parking space. Do we really need that many cars? Has it grown too accessible? Or is it essential to modern day households? From the participants that filled in the survey that was online through my website, 83% said that they own a driver's license, whereas only 17% let us know that they have no driver's license. So that's a very big percentage of people owning a driver's license. Now, Driving is a good skill to have, and I think having a driver's license per se um, isn't a bad thing, because you never know when you need to drive a car. It makes you wonder, though, if you have a driver's license, do you also need to own a car? When we look at those results, we see that only 67% actually own a car, whereas 0% owns multiple cars, and 33% owns no car. When we look at the occasions where the cars are actually used for, we see that one participant notes that they mostly do groceries and small errands, whereas others use driving to work, holidays, getting to the vet, heavy transport, shopping, driving around with family, vacation. And it makes you wonder if mostly the car is used only for small errands and groceries. Would it be interesting to own like a community car that you could schedule to do groceries with or maybe even do groceries for the neighborhood? Now looking at these occasions, you could wonder, would there be any alternatives that I could pick? Could I pick an alternative to go to work or could I pick an alternative to do my groceries or plan my holiday or my vacation? Um, One participant notes, uh, can't ride a bike, it's mostly between the car and walking. I often walk to work as it only takes 20 minutes. I used to use the tram, but don't really anymore, as it's not a great experience. Now this is something I want to dive into a little bit later. Um, Why public transport for some people cannot be a good option. Another participant tells, trains, buses, bikes, trams for everything, basically, and scooters would be an alternative that they pick if they go to the work. Another participant lets us know, sometimes traveling by train is more convenient and cheaper and faster. So they would choose that option. Another one lets us know, anything. Short distances, bike, possibly bus and tram. Medium distances, bus, tram, train. And for long distances, a train, and even if needed, a night train. So... This is someone who could show that they don't need a car at all to go anywhere. Curious how they would handle situations where um, cars are more convenient, like moving house, moving big objects, getting furniture or getting heavy groceries, for example. Um, But definitely admire. I mean, I don't own a car and I try to do everything by bike as much as possible. And where I can't use a bike, I will use a bus or a train as well. And I try to use the train mostly for long distances too. But 
it is convenient that I have friends that do own a car that if I need to transport big goods or I have to bring my pets to the vet in a less stressful uh, environment as possible, then I would definitely ring them up to go by car. So it's not entirely impossible to go carless, I would say. Now, on the other end of the penny, um, one person lets us know that they rather not pick an alternative. Because the ability to go wherever, whenever they want, is such an important freedom, they would rather pay the high parking prices than to find an alternative. Um, and that's fine. That's, again, something that I want to dig into in the in the next step. That for some people, going on public transport or having other means is far more stressful than having the ability to go by car. Another person lets us know that there is no alternative because they work very early or very late where there are no trains and buses and they can't afford a helicopter. I mean, how can you not afford a helicopter? Who doesn't own a helicopter? <laughs> now, another thing I asked is the thing that I've been mentioning before when I want to dig into. Um, do you feel that owning a car is a necessity of your mobility, your mental health and or your physical health? One participant lets us know, definitely. Socio-anxiety is real and would keep me off the street way more without my car. This is something that I've heard before and can totally understand that going into public transport causes a lot of overexposure to um, sounds, light, noise, and also social anxiety and can be so wearing and draining that you just start off your day entirely wrong and you're without energy when you arrive at destinations and you don't have any energy left to spend the rest of the day, which of course can go into an entire spiral down of many more complications. So I want to say to people who feel that some people do too much with the car, also question that maybe there's a reason why people use the car that often and it's not just being lazy um, and not just being easy and not just being bad. I do have to say that when it comes to car usage, we will always have to look at all the sides and see where we can change impact on the environment if possible. But for some people, having a car is definitely a life-changing factor and makes life a lot easier. There are also some participants that answered that where they live is not that easily accessible by other means. Um, meaning that if they didn't have their own car, it would take them 20 minutes to go to the vet. And they would always have to ask someone to do that for them. And that can be followed with always feeling guilty about having to ask other people. So I can get see that that is like a form of freedom to have to... Um, flexibility to do that on your own someone else also lets them know that if they want to move closer to work it would just be too expensive so being far away from work and having a need for the car is um, is their only option that's why it's essential to them but there are also participants that said i do not need a car just like me I don't need a car. I have people around me that have a car that if I really, really need it, I can ask. I don't own a driver's license and I don't need a driver's license. I'm pretty privileged and lucky like that. 
but I've definitely opened my eyes to why for some people a car is really really an essential and far more than just where they live it being freedom for people now looking back at how many people own a car and how many people have a driver's license I asked do you feel that cars and or owning a driver's license are too easy to get access to and the opinions are kind of mixed there some say yes it's definitely a bit too easy and mostly easy to keep the license others say no it's super expensive and time consuming and this is mostly regarding germany now i can guess that it differs per country here in the netherlands it is expensive and time consuming yet it is very common for parents to have saved money and then as soon as the children turn 18 i think it's now even 16 or 17 i'm not really sure they get it as a gift from their parents often co something that they've done well like not smoking and drinking by that age or having finished their high school or things like that so maybe for the children itself it's not that easy and accessible but the parents make it easy and accessible because they tend to it and I have to say I don't mind with the driver's license because I do think it's good that everyone knows how to drive um that doesn't mean that (laughs) 10 years later they still know how to drive well Um, but that's a discussion that will maybe have another time whether people should redo their driver license every so now and often i've got quite a few ideas on that too um but yeah it, I, I don't know how that compares to like germany but i see some replies here where the driving school is pretty long and hard and very expensive someone also notes it's kind of a shady business you can buy a pack but the packs they supply either not enough lessons or are too many lessons, so always overpaying. I've noticed this before. I'm not sure if that's in the Netherlands. Because I know that in the Netherlands you can buy like packs and they always um, aim you to get the bigger packs because they're like, oh no, 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 that's not enough lessons. And then for some reason, like most of my friends around me that I've noticed, they got a pack and then they did their first attempt for their... Um, for their license like doing their final exam (laughs) then they filled and they needed more lessons so they had to pay extra again and you need to repay for the exam every time they let us know i know that 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 really sounds like the netherlands i don't know how that is in other countries maybe people want to let me know through uh, emailing me on podcast at asutek.com how your feedback is on that i'm definitely gonna in a, in a while re-look at these subjects and uh, come back to it but yeah it's, it's quite an expensive business and I don't know how that goes for other countries but again it's something that's often paid by parents here in the Netherlands but it is I think pretty easy to get to but having it having a, a driver's license isn't necessarily a bad thing I just wonder if people should easily get a car as well. Like, if you own a driver's license, do you immediately need a car with that as well? I really would like to ask people to reconsider 
before they buy a car if they maybe can think of what they would use the car for and if there would be an alternative for that and if most of your options offer an alternative that are okay with your mental and physical health being then maybe don't opt for a car just get a license just in case just in the future you never know what if your neighbor collapses and has a car and you have to bring them to the hospital um and before we go into the part where like you know but what if no one has a car well definitely do check into maybe having a community car i don't even think that's a bad idea like what if every neighborhood had at least one car that is shared by everyone in the street and also like the expenses for fuel and repairs and checks and insurance and all that um could be interesting right now aside from all the parking lots that are always crowded with parked cars and sometimes cars just standing in the grass or on the side because there's no parking space anymore um also the roads are super hectic super crowded we continue to build more and wider roads to have more cars to keep traffic going makes you wonder what if 2020 looked more like how back to the future predicted it and we would actually have flying cars do you feel that that would have an improvement on traffic some people say it would scare the living shit out of me. I mean, driving on the street already triggers trust issues. Imagine flying. Now, I feel that on a whole level. And that comes back to maybe people can keep their license way too easily. And we should really implement like maybe annual tests that happen every five or ten years. To, to see if you're like still capable of driving a car like intended and not like some maniac on the road who wants to possibly kill everyone even if that's not the first intention i would not really want to witness a car crash in the air because that (laughs) not only hurts the people in the car accident but also the people downstairs where the car parts might be flying off to. Imagine just sitting in your garden and suddenly half a car ends up in your yard. (laughs) Hopefully dodging you. Someone else also says like, no, that's never gonna solve any issues. And also fear of flying is a no-go. There are already a lot of accidents on 2D layout and a third dimension and you create even more chaos. Yup. Someone else says, I honestly don't know, but it feels like a waste of energy. What I do believe in is self-driving cars. I had a class college on that topic. Well, that person should definitely send me an email because I would like to dive into that. If the cars are intelligent enough to drive safely and anticipate each other like what if like 100% of traffic was existing out of self-driving cars and they could anticipate each other super narrowly yeah I definitely believe in that more than flying cars scrap flying cars that's so 1988 aka back to the future aka not the future 
Another person lets us know if they fly autonomous, maybe if they're not autonomous, build more hospitals. Because that would be super expensive, chaotic, and that will not solve anything. No, no, that would just probably more create more chaos. But it's still an, a fun idea to like dig into. And with that final thought, I'd like to conclude this episode. If you have topic suggestions to get covered on this podcast, send them in to podcast at asutic.com. Every Saturday, you can fill in a survey on asutic.com where you can leave behind your point of view. Thank you very much for listening. I'll see you next week. Thank you.